1: Tree. Oh, I'm <laughs> Oh, I didn't see you there. I didn't see huh? you sitting there. Oh Whoa. my God, Courtney, it's me. I'm here again. Did you miss me? Uh, yes.
2: <laughs> I know. I listened to the show yesterday, the one that, without me. We did miss you. We oh, did. Sad. <laughs> How sad for us and me because I missed you too. Uh oh. I miss you, too, because I was in Nashville not making my own drinks and paying $20 for a damn Bloody Mary. Oh, that's right. I'm telling you, I'm ashamed. I can't believe I put that on air, but I paid $19 with the taxes and the tip for a Bloody Mary. Now, what I did get from that was a great mix. It's called Filthy. The bartender showed it to me, and I have ordered it, and it comes in like a pouch kind of style Mm -hmm. with a little squeeze thing. It's very horseradishy. Ooh, I love horseradish. So it's on the way. It'll be delivered soon. And then I saw that brand um, in Atlanta this week. There's like brine and all different things that are supposedly organic, which is important, but it's not like prereq for me to make a Bloody Mary. It just needs to be organic. Yeah. But it was really, really good. So, Mm. but Nashville is just outrageously Uh, expensive. Well, Uh, and you were, I mean, they think they're New York, like for real, their prices rival major, huge, huge cities that are. I mean, it's ridiculous. right. Well, and, and
0: you were kind of at the worst of the worst for that Was because it the they had your Opryland, yeah, stranded. She's telling you about, I'm like, that's basically like being on a cruise ship. Yep, right. You know, it's like they know you're a captive audience. It's like 19 acres or something. Oh. Like you, it's going to take you longer to get out than it's nine, but still. Right. Okay. It's a huge
2: atrium with all, like, it's I on. I may have embellished. But it's okay. It's still massive. It's on. It's very if southern you, of you. If it's, not, it's like really, it's nice though for a family, but it is very expensive. And it's like huge atriums with rainforests and plants. I sent you all the zombie palm. Mm-hmm. Yes, did you see that text? I did see that. So it's, you know, it's nice because you're inside, but you're outside, but I still felt trapped. We finally got out. But when we went to downtown Nashville, it was no different. But of course, we chose to go to Broadway, which is the same idea. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. $8 beers, like
0: Bud Light. <laughs> I was just like, ah! Even in the barcade. I don't yes. remember it being that high when we were at the barcade. The we went to
2: when we were in Nashville. When huh? we did
0: um, Pod X, that yeah. barcade that had, like, the Prince Wall and the Atari Wall or whatever else. Mm-hmm. They, um, yeah, they. she said they had high prices, too. Oh. It's like, hmm. wow.
2: But what I did learn from that really awesome bartender who was throwing things and pouring drinks and wasn't Put bad to show. look at uh-huh. at the same time. He said, I said, what is up with these prices? And I, I, said, is there some kind of different tax? Because I noticed too, I would get a drink and I would think, and it'd be like three dollars more than mm-hmm. the price, four dollars almost. And he goes, Oh, it's tw- it's our it's our tax here. It's twenty two percent when they take their sales tax and then their liquor tax on top in that, in that county and uh, that Nashville's in.
1: Uh 22% liquor tax, twenty two
2: percent. Welcome to the south. I know. I was just like.
0: it's funny though because people are buying it on broadway it's not they're not doing it because like you know in in new york they had like the cigarette tax because they were technically like trying to stop people from smoking that's not what they're up to in nashville they know you're gonna pay it like they know you're there to spend
1: it where is
0: the money I don't know. That, that's in what he said. He goes, of the that's what he goes. He goes, right. don't you
2: know it's for our roads? Can't you tell how great our roads are here? He was very sarcastic. Mm. I liked him a lot. <laughs> he was like, can't you see? They're so great. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> we just rode in an Uber over here and it was like pothole, pothole, orange cone, orange <laughs> cone. Like New Orleans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my story. That's what we did. Wow. I swear,
0: living in the Gaylord would be like, like, hmm. that's, a, you know, that a, a good precursor to when we move human colonies to the moon. Mm-hmm. You know, like. I
2: thought of that when I was there. The, it's oh, like a giant
0: atrium. It's like a giant greenhouse. And, yeah. It's, but you can, it's like, you can kind of feel like you're outside, but you're never actually going to leave. I did see the moon. <laughs> you <can> never leave. <laughs> you One can night I was leave. sitting
2: at the Falls Bar, which is cool to have indoor like huge indoor
0: waterfalls and anyway,
2: all kinds of things, a water park. And um, I looked up from this, uh, it was our favorite bar there. There was live music and I could see the moon through Ooh, through the glass. Nice. But I was like, I really still want to get out of here. We so, had a balcony over the atrium to look at the plants, but it was inside, a balcony right. inside.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it kind of defeats the purpose yeah. <laughs> of the balcony. So they really need to do like a zombie movie then at the mm. Gaylord with
2: the zombie palm. We'll have to share that photo that mm. I shared. Zombie. There's okay. some Haitian this is voodoo going on, my roots ideas to
0: it. of what we're gonna do when I grew up. This <laughs> zombie you know? movie at the Gaylord But Op- wait, which one was this? Op-
2: Gaylord Opryland.
0: Opryland.
2: Gaylord Opryland Hotel. Um,
1: it's gonna be like our adventure into um, producing a movie. I know. Right. Well, we've
0: already done like a, a, a hype spot, so surely right. it's, the movie is just—it's <laughs> just a tiny
1: step further, right? Um, <laughs> I like how you phrased that, though. When I grew up, because I was literally thinking about that today, as like I still have that mentality, and this just shows you that I really have like the mentality of a thirteen-year-old boy. <laughs> that when but... I grow up. Like I was thinking, what do I want to do when I grow up? And I'm like, damn, I'm grown. <laughs> I was like, I should have already done that. And I was like, fuck that. I was like, you know,
0: life expectancy has expanded drastically. Yeah, <laughs> it's like we got tons of time. You get a whole sure. new career ahead of you.
1: Exactly. I got 20 years. Um, <laughs> so I was just like, what am I going to be when I grow up? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a healthy way to think. Yeah, I think so you, too. It's life forward looking, lifelong learning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's always, How I feel about it. There's always something that I want to do and want to learn. And y- y'all know me. I mean, y'all see my house and all of the. Projects that I start. Don't <laughs> <dump> do. <laughs> Which I got about 10 that I thought of just on the way down here tonight. I was like, ooh, wouldn't it be nice to like put a grill out here and mm. fix this up and get a picnic table and have like this side <laughs> um, because it's flat. Every You can't really grill. It's hard to grill over, you know, on the other side because it's all healing and stuff. Mm. I was thinking ooh, about that. Grill seasons are coming. I know.
2: Yes, because today is
1: daylight Daylight savings. savings.
2: Which yeah. brings me to the drink. That is what I have titled this drink oh, today. Oh, nice segue. Daylight Savings. Because I both love and hate it. <laughs> it is a gin martini. <laughs> <laughs> that she both loves and hates. I both love and hate Daylight Savings. And they love gin. And I'm trying to love gin. And good gin is easier to love than bad gin. Just mm. like all liquors.
1: Mm-hmm. Right.
2: So this is... um. My take on a, like a cucumber martini So it has Hendrix, which Patrice prefers. And we've discussed this before. Mm -hmm. Hendrix gin, elderflower liqueur, which is Saint Germain. Mm -hmm. And um, what else is in here, y'all? Oh, simple syrup. And I made lime and juice instead of just lemon or lime. I did a little bit of both. Mm -hmm. And then um, we sprinkled these little sprinkles that my friend Mary gave me. Um, for the show. She gave it to me a while ago, and I haven't had... They're kind of made for bubblies to kind of give a little sparkle. So I sprinkled them on top, and these are a strawberry flavor. So it's kind of a cucumber, strawberry... But the thing that happened... Floral you'll, flavor. You'll look at
1: the pictures, because we took pictures of these. It's like the cute... The uh, strawberry sprinkles, like... Settled to the bottom, mm-hmm. so it's got this very Easter spring-like mm-hmm. look to it, like with this like gradation from pink to like yellow and then green green and stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: And did you muddle cucumbers? In
2: this oh, I'm too? sorry. Yes, that was a cucumber part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Muddle cucumber slices, which of course in the summer it would be better, but since we're here, we're it's spring. It's upon us daylight savings time. I thought I would try something a little more. Go into the lighter side, which this is light. I like. It. I do like it. It's oh, good. I love
1: it. I, I, I love it. But I thought you, you were for the same.
2: <laughs> More of the going to the light. Going I'm to the sorry. light. Yeah. I'm like going into the,
1: the light. light. <laughs> I was like, I can't. We're going
2: all that. We're going all the way.
0: <laughs> I can't go towards the light because I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. Well, we're going to
2: bed before it's dark tonight. So
0: <laughs> I do. I'm used to that. <laughs> I just don't do that anyway. <laughs>
2: I do love the sunlight and I do like it when we when the days get longer but I don't know Marley and I were talking about the the research behind the mm-hmm. the daylight savings and your um Circadian rhythms and all of that, and which would be worse—is that right? Circadian, circadian, circadian. But in the south, we can
1: just just call them circadian (laughs) rhythms. I Absolutely agree with that pronunciation, one hundred percent.
0: Yeah, because there was a because here they come. You'll hear
2: them soon. It's true. It's a good
0: no. There was a Washington Post article that I think they released maybe last year that has like a series of graphics that they've created because you know legislators have been talking about abolishing um, the time changes, but what they've generally I. maybe talked about is switching to daylight savings time permanently instead of switching to standard time permanently. Right. And this article was talking about how specifically daylight saving time is worse for your body because I guess that kind of nine to five workday wouldn't mesh up with the sunlight hours well enough that you wouldn't get that morning sun time mm-hmm. if you stayed on daylights i was like and we were talking about it and i was just like i think if you just had one or the other you would have just right? right. just stop exactly.
2: flipping just but set, there was pick a, one and there go.
0: was a whole bunch of cartoons that said otherwise in the washington post and well, I, I didn't read them all so i can't explain them the but cartoons but i believe them right
2: well i mean like you know the Earth. Revolving around the sun will do the rest. Like it will eventually, we'll get it. Eventually, longer days yes. And,
1: eventually, it will stable. It's not like you we know, have the summer. same day all year
0: long. You know right. that the sunlight hours change no matter and, what. It's going to change, and it's
1: not that like daylight savings really has not been around that long. Mm-hmm. I think it was in the I, I thought it was almost 40s. A, 40s yeah. yeah, that they switched it um, to help like with the farming farm, mm-hmm. and stuff. But before then, I mean, everybody was fine. Mm -hmm. Uh, Colorado is fine I don't think they have daylight Arizona
2: doesn't either Yeah They're standard Come on Come on
1: Stop fucking with (sighs) us I know for real.
2: Our circadian <laughs> rhythms. <laughs>
0: our our, our circadian rhythms.
1: <laughs> our, our cicadas need to be like one or the <laughs> other. Okay, <laughs> they're very particular. <laughs> they're very particular. I
0: had one more thing that I wanted to mention pre-show. I don't know if y'all do or not, but it was. It has to do with um, two episodes ago when mm-hmm. you, Patrice, talked about nearest, right? Um, and we talked about Jack Daniels and there's been news i right. don't know if you guys have seen it like, just
1: popped up and i was like holy shit i am
0: like the seer i know <laughs> well and it's it's not good news for, no, <laughs> for it's, the it's not town. Good news. <laughs> um, for anybody really that that the, the, there's jack Daniels oh, or the, the whiskey fungus the yeah. fungus yeah. And is and among us. i saw it when, when i was in nashville <laughs> and yes and when we were at jack daniel and we did our tour i think i may have actually asked the tour guide this i I may have been I don't know, but I remember the entire time looking around in the the places where, you know, in the in the um, more industrialized side of it where they had the vats mm-hmm. and everything and they were actually doing the distilling part. Right. And there were there was this kind of black crust over everything. Mm-hmm. And you could tell that it was coming from. Some sort of byproduct, right? But like, I didn't know what it was, and I—I f- I feel like I asked, and they explained. Yes, there is this fungus that feeds on the fumes that come out of the distilling process. Is that
1: not? The and so they shit. grow
0: on these trees, and they grow on the chimneys, and they grow on the tops of the roofs and, and everything. It's expanded and apparently, so much. yes. And we talked Ooh, and on you, the show did, about what climate change was going to do to the mm-hmm. process of making yeah. whiskey in, right. in um, you know, in the South. So your granddaddy's whiskey is not going
1: to be the same whiskey. Probably that you're gonna. It doesn't have. sound
0: like it's possible. And with climate change, then this fungus has been growing out of control. Right. And I well, I can't say with climate change. I don't know what the, right. the you know causalities are. But, but one way are or another, it's about. in the news because Jack has told people a year after year that oh, it's, it's not gonna damage anything. Oh, it's fine. But they're like, it's killing the trees on properties that aren't right on this property. You right. know, it's like people who live nearby are losing vegetation. And plus, and- it's
1: getting all your shit on my
0: shit. Yeah, which is never cool.
1: Everything's filthy. They're like, you have to power wash. And I I think
0: think one of the responses was like, so you have to pressure wash a little bit. You know, it's not going to hurt anything. It's like, well, then you buy everybody a fucking power washer. Right. And they've got the
1: money. Well, I think they did. I think the people did sue them. They are being sued right now. So to, to have Jack Daniels do cleanup Mm -hmm. on all the properties that they have damaged or um, just, it's really kind of a form of graffiti if you think about it so it's you know all the properties that they nature's have nature's graffiti it's nature's graffiti <laughs> um did you say that you saw that in nashville no the i news. didn't do the stuff just the news when uh, i was in nashville uh, when you were nashville i was like shit it's all the way down no, to nashville. well <laughs> wait, well you have to pass <laughs> over you pass jack
2: to get to nashville so you passed the exit for the distillery mm-hmm. in the mont eagle area so it's was so the sign is,
0: for Jack Daniels covered in
2: no, whiskey photos? it. But it, it's just a little south of Nashville. So on our way, you, you do go past the exit for the distillery. So it's not, I mean, Nashville and Jack are like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. in, intertwined. Like everywhere's promoting Jack. Jack is everywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The only, oh, I, I do need to say this too. I guess we could talk in the after talk, but I went to the only Jack Daniels restaurant, which is in the Gaylord Opryland. <laughs>
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) it could not Mm. be more appropriate it's
2: the only one and it was good Mm. the food was really good so but the drinks i mean overpriced because it was in the gaylord plant and the foods overpriced but the service was really good and it had some they were doing a good southern twist on a lot of things but um but it was good oh i really liked it
1: i'm hungry now
2: i know it was a lot of barbecue Mm. and slaw and Mm. cornbreads and Mhm hot chicken. Um oh the one of the things we ordered for an appetizer was um yeast rolls with jack honey butter.
1: Oh so the butter was made with
2: jack honey. God.
1: <laughs> yeah. That, those were good. <laughs> <own> some <laughs> slap your mama good. It was
2: good. Mm. It was good. Some kind of sweet tea vinaigrette, like they oh, went for it.
1: I went for it,
0: but yeah, it, yeah, because it you showed me the menu and I was like, "You're gonna have to read this mm-hmm. menu on the show I or something," because every talk, yeah. single thing on there was like <laughs> some southern state was like I, sweet tea or <laughs> you know jack honey or everything
1: had some southern. Yeah, get ready, patrons, because it. it's gonna be like all food porn <laughs> for the after talk. Of
0: course, the
2: <laughs> jack barbecue sauce, which is not uncommon, but it was good. Mm-hmm. I had some of it too. All right, so
1: yeah. And we also no, want to mention that we are doing a live show. For yeah, JSU. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should have led with that. Sorry. Sorry. Um, yeah, I'm sure we'll have an ad-in here somewhere.
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes, we're gonna participate in uh Jacksonville State University's kaleidoscope celebration of the arts, which is happening throughout the month of April. They have different, um, different shows different and presentations, events, events right. throughout the month that showcase different forms of art that are associated with the university. And as Our dear Patrice is directly associated with the university. (laughs) We have been invited to participate. So we're going to be doing a show at the Stone Center on JSU's campus in Jacksonville, Alabama on April 18th at 7 p.m. Doors open at 630. And um, we will share some more details as we get closer uh, about tickets and whether they're even necessary i'm not sure that
1: they are right hmm. we don't know if it's a paid event or not at this point so i mean if it's free i'll
0: best come pack that house or we're gonna feel like shit i'm pretty sure it is (laughs) yeah
2: i don't see us hosting uh like a art festival on campus without it being
1: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah free yeah so we're counting on that. We will we will post it all over the interwebs and mm-hmm. socials and stuff. And we will be bring selling. your dog, bring your friend, <laughs> yes, bring your kitty cat. Your dog, <laughs> it'll be mayhem. And maybe we'll try to sneak one of our dolls in because last time we got into trouble for bringing we did. the haunted doll. Yeah, when the students
0: are working backstage, they are afraid. There's a comfort level there that <laughs> we broached or breached. I think <laughs> right. Uh, all right. Well, uh, let's take a little break and we'll be right back with the story do you want more strange south every week we can help you can follow us on facebook instagram and twitter and you can join our facebook fan group fans of the strange south podcast to keep the chat going with our whole creepy community do you have a story idea for us or a story of your own to share email us at stories at plus if you join our patreon you not only help support the podcast you get an exclusive bonus episode for every show and a discount on merch you can find links to all of these things on our website thestrangesouth.com along with photos links and show notes from every episode strange south t-shirts mugs and other goodies see you there we'll
1: have a good talk. You're electric. Boogie, boogie, boogie. So when I was growing up in the late seventies, early eighties, mm-hmm. my next door neighbor Susan, who was like four years older than me. So she was kinda of like a my big sister. But she was very inclusive and You know, this is before computers, before we actually maybe had an Atari, but it was, like, during, like, the first Atari times. But we definitely had record players and stereo (coughs) systems and stuff, you know. I don't even think we had many tape decks. Mm -hmm. It was strictly, like, you know, LPs. Mm -hmm. And this is what we would do. We had, like, the Foxtrot album, And we would put the foxtrot album on, and it had like instructions on how to do the foxtrot. And so we would like do these dance albums.
0: (laughs) So like we learned how to. That's not what I think of when I think of dance album. (laughs) Do I know?
1: I know. This is literally hustle. (laughs) Yeah, we learned how to do the hustle, and you know, so we had these dance albums. Um, that taught you how to do the dances of the times. And that's what we would do. And then we would make our parents <laughs> sit on the couch. And oh. we'd be like, okay, we're about to perform mm-hmm. for you. And so we would like put the record on. And then we would sit there and we would do the hustle. Or we would <laughs> reenact the whole end of Greece. Oh, yeah. You know, we, we were all the time <laughs> like dance routines and performances and, I mean, my parents, like, watch so much bullshit that I was just up there, like, hamming it up, you know, for them. But, like, that's, like, some really good times, I remember. Uh, Susan also is the first person that introduced me to the Ouija board. Ooh. Uh. We did the whole sleepover, because she was just next door. So it was, like, sleepover... Ouija board, Lodge's feather, mm-hmm. you know, stuff as a board, stuff as, feather, a board, as a tenda. board. Um, so I guess my first like occult experience with with my next door neighbor Susan, mm-hmm. and my first also like hustle. hustle. So, oh, so many things. Like I learned so much. Like we had so many different events. Like you know when things happen when you're younger. Uh. It is so much bigger mm-hmm. than like maybe what it actually was happening. But we had like her mother was recently divorced and divorce was like did not happen in mm-hmm. the area at the time. And so um so that was like a big huge thing. And and we had this and if anybody from Columbus is listening, I'm just I'm telling it. Oh uh oh spill. Spill. Um, this is the tea. and I probably should say this for the patrons, but it's in my brain right now. So, um, I remember that one of a retired police officer, or maybe the police chief—I want to say maybe a police officer, a retired police officer—lived on our street, and he was our local peep and Tom. Oh, shit. you've talked about him. Yes, and so he took as soon as like the next door neighbor, as soon as Susan's mom. Became like was divorced. He was Ooh, all the time like gross. looking in like the windows, and we would get phone calls, you know, of you know saying that he was you know walking around. <laughs> That's what I was just thinking.
2: But like this not. is what we do.
1: <laughs> I mean. We we lived on a cul de sac. It's like we knew all of our neighbors. It mm-hmm. wasn't like he he walked that far. He walked like two houses down mm-hmm. basically, and he all the time like walk around with his shirt off and had a beer. And, Uh, 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 and he would just, he would just like pace out, you know, side of their house and stuff. And at nighttime they would catch, you know, Susan would say he'd be like peeping in her windows and stuff. And they'd call over here, like asking like for us to come over and my dad to come over and stuff. And so I remember one time that happened um, and he, he came over and he asked, her mom like to go like on a vacation with him basically he was, <laughs> he was so drunk and oh, you can't shit. and the thing about it was because he was retired police you, uh, you, you can't, can't report him you can't call mm-hmm. the cops on him because when we called the cops on him, they were just like hey he's just drunk mm-hmm. kind of deal so we were never able to like report him so we would go over there and just like camp out at her house you know with my dad there uh until he either like went home or you know
0: you just Ugh. went away gross. kind gross. of deal
1: gross. just start throwing firecrackers at yeah. him, you know gross <laughs> yeah i got some more stories so if you're interested <laughs> in our neighborhood Peep and tom i will tell that <laughs> in the after talk and you can become a patron for three dollars a month very simply and help support this podcast and keep it on the internet radio mm. um internet yeah so just go to our website there's the link it's very simple for less than a cup of coffee a month um you can help us pay for our hosting and all that fun stuff and mm-hmm. hear strange stories of southern peepin toms that were ex-cops uh-huh and i've got one similar Ooh. skating rink
2: oh yes videoing the bathroom Ooh. when i was in elementary school Sca- the man went down Yes. Well, I'm glad. Small town. Mm-hmm.
1: We'll talk about that in the after talk. <laughs> Not, well, it's like totally unrelated to what I'm going to talk about ah, today. I was oh, like, no. maybe there's a through line. There is no, there's no through line. Mm. Sorry. I got to take my jacket okay, off. Okay, good. I'm glad. I'm glad there's no through
0: line. Stop. Perverts,
2: <laughs> 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 peeping toms,
1: and skating rinks. <laughs> All right. <laughs> night. Oh. Y'all just bear with. I'm going to bear with. Bear with. Um, I'm going to do a little true crime. Because <gasps> I haven't ooh, ooh, done a minute. Ooh. It's been a minute since we've done some true crime. And I was looking through, like, I have a list of things that were suggest- suggested and, you know, little notes that I've made during my research. But like, oh, let me look into that. And so tonight I'm going to talk about the Blue Moon Murders of Pensacola.
0: Okay.
2: Oh, I don't know about this. All right. This.
1: Blue Moon Murders of Pensacola. Blue Moon, like the beer? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And the moon. Oh, both. All right. So Richard Smith was a 49 year old IT specialist for the Department of Homeland Security in uh, Pensacola. Is he the bad guy? <gasps> no. Oh, good. After Richard failed to show up for work for like ah! three days because you have a government job. You cannot not show up, especially if you have, like, security clearance and stuff with Homeland Security. <laughs> cucumber. that cucumber. Was, that was ill-advised, I apologize. <laughs> you cannot not show up. They get worried about things mm-hmm. pertaining to the government and their secrets, right? And so they sent the sheriff's office to conduct a welfare check of the home that he shared with his mother, who was... Had been widowed and was retired. Um, her name is Von Seal.
0: That's her last name?
1: And that's her first name. Von Seal? Von Seal Smith. Smith is the last name of V-O-N. This V-O-N-C-I-L-E. Oh. Oh, um, Von Seal. She was 77. And also his brother, John Smith, who was 47, he was a couple of years younger um, than Richard. John Smith, his brother, worked at Walmart. I don't know. That's just where he worked. I don't know why I put that in there. He worked at Walmart. (laughs) That was his job. So they went and did this welfare check, and nobody answered the door. So they, you know, busted in, went into the house, and the house was, like, full of QVC boxes and dresses, and there was, like, just piles of clothes on the floor. And they also found Von Seal. And Richard and John dead. Oh, what year was this? All of them? Did you say this was 2016? I believe. Oh, okay. It's hey, pretty yeah. Long recent. Ago. Yeah. Um, no, 2015, <clears throat> I think. Okay. Each one had been buried separately under a mountain of clothing and blankets. Oh. Weird. Which was weird. So they came in and it was just like really messy and like they didn't even they didn't even see the bodies at first. It was like a hoarding
2: situation with well, some QVC it, stuff. Well, it was,
1: yeah, yeah, it was some some hoarding stuff going yeah, on. But some um, of it placed. Because, but but some then of they it, put it
2: on top. Sorry, yeah, put but some on. of it
1: placed. <clears> and then it's like, you know, they were walking through. And I don't think they smelled anything, but they saw like a hand or a leg mm. or something. And they're like, okay, some, something's up here. So they waited till the, you know, medical examiner came and the medical examiner uncovered the blankets and it was evident that the bodies there had been there for a couple of days mm. like you know they uncovered and then the smell I'm yeah, sure, hit and the, you know, the decay and everything and also it kind of makes sense because Richard didn't show up mm-hmm. you know to work and that was like a job that you do not miss mm-hmm. right so both John and Richard and von seal von Seal I, I, it's a weird name to That's say a weird name. yeah um they both ha- are actually just john and von sill had sustained head injuries and neck lacerations and y'all i'm going to describe this so if y'all you know just fair warning it's going to get a little bit um yucky so von sill had uh, additional defense wounds on our hands and was missing Part of her pinky finger hmm. richard um on the other hand had been subjected to like a physical assault he had been beaten up stabbed and then he had a gunshot wound to the right side of his head his hmm. right ear so they the deputies believed that richard probably was shot first to immobilize him before um the other two were killed John Smith was found sitting in a chair in front of a television with stab wounds to his throat and um, blunt force trauma to his head, uh, indicating that somebody had like basically snuck up behind him and hit him and then slit his throat. Uh, Then they followed a blood trail that led them to believe that Von Sill's body had been dragged from, you know, one room to the other. And then she was covered up with all the blankets. At the scene, the investigators collected bloodstained hammer, paper towels, and some cigarette butts as evidence. There was no forced entry into the house. They did find that they had a safe there, and the safe was opened, but all the money was still in it. So wow. it was not a robbery. Wow. So they're kind of like, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah. And so when you go, what the fuck's going on here? They go, witchcraft. No uh in 2015 It's a witch. <laughs> Burn her. But like <laughs> why did they say this? Well, one of the reasons is the family was pretty reclusive. Uh, the sh- I think it's the sheriff at the time, David Morgan, said the elements in this case are odd at best. We have a very reclusive family. Obviously, we canvassed the neighborhood, spoken to people who lived there for many years. Neighbors have related to us. They have never met members of this family. So they have been living in that neighborhood for like 40 years. And the neighbors basically said that if they were to walk up to us, we could not identify them uh, as our yeah. neighbors. That's oh, how that's me. That's how reclusive. <laughs> <laughs> that's seriously me. <laughs> <laughs> they were. I'm probably related to them somehow. <laughs> Pretty reclusive myself. Uh, Mansil was a widow, and she had some health problems, so she was basically housebound. And I think they were talking. I watched. Um, there is like a it's called Killer Cases, mm-hmm. uh, and it's on. Um, maybe hulu i can't remember you can you can google it and this case is on there and they're talking about like after her husband died she became very much housebound and then her health started going so she stayed home and her son john who worked at walmart the 47 year old he he had special needs mm. and so what it amounted to was like richard who was the IT guy working for homeland security was taking care of mm-hmm. both of them at the house. And he was, you know, he was he was the income and he was the day-to-day caretaker of both his mom and his younger brother. They initially said during the beginning of the investigation that all things were pointing towards a, reach, a ritualistic killing. Really? Because of the method of the murder. Because the throat was slit? Like- because of the blunt. Trauma to the head. Hmm. Witchcraft. I don't know. This it. is a very common way to position people are murdered. Of the bodies under piles of clothes. Is that like Witchcraft 101? I don't know. It like, sounds like laziness to right? me. Right. But on the day that they were found, there was a blue moon. Okay. It was coincidence. They thought not.
0: On the day that they were found, not the day they were murdered, but the day they were found we are talking about florida uh, <laughs> sorry florida listeners sorry florida listeners <laughs> i mean we're in
2: alabama
1: we can't yeah not, not throwing stones <laughs> in glass i was house. just gonna say glass <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so the blue moon occurs every three years if you do not know this uh it is rare hence the term blue moon but it's every, every three
0: years that's not that rare
1: Well, in our collective memory, three years Mm, is probably pretty far. Imagine what three... I mean, think about three years ago. Right. This month.
0: Yeah. (gasps) This month, yeah. Like this week. The beginning of pandemic.
1: I know. So Mm -hmm. three years is a long fucking time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, The blue moon is (laughs) actually... (laughs) Sorry. Is the second full moon in a single month. So there's actually two... Full moons in a month. And that's why it's a blue moon. And I guess that's just like the the moon at the full moon at the beginning of the month and at the end mm. of the month. Um, just like, the leap year of moons. Right. The leap year. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what that is. So they were discovered on the blue moon. However, like you said, they've been killed a couple of days earlier. So County Sheriff David Morgan was very much a showboat. And you can watch like him, the press conference. You can see all of the press. You can watch this whole thing unfold Mm. um, through the news and press conferences and stuff (laughs) online. And he had the press conference. He said, I'm just going to come out and say it. Oh, God. Witchcraft! Oh, my God. He said it just like fucking that. Right? In 2015? Yes. Oh I'm just going to come out and say it. Witchcraft. Oh, my Lord. And what town in Florida? This is Pensacola. Pensacola. This you know, Christ. I kind of... Yeah, I have friends there. Oh, my there. God. University of
2: West Florida is there.
1: Holy shit. <laughs> so, but also... David Morgan Not far from us, panhandle land. was three weeks away from re-election. Ooh. No, I thought you were going to say retirement. Three no. weeks
0: away from re-election. So yes. he's like, let's stir up a shit storm. Oh my get your God. pitchforks. Well, <laughs> then you...
1: that's what <laughs> it did. It caught national news and it caught international news. And so his name and his face was on the television for the next three weeks. Mm. And he did get re-elected. Shit. Okay. He lost the witch vote. So <laughs> oh, he totally lost, lost the point zero zero one <laughs> witch vote. <laughs> so of course, you know, you know, they started the investigation as a possible real uh ritualistic killing connected to Wicca. So if anybody oh knows God. anything about Wicca, you you know what just an <laughs> asinine <laughs> statement that was. Okay. And so, of course, Pensacola area Wicca group said, "Just no, they're just <laughs> out, no. like, just, just no, no. Uh, go away." And when you actually stop being a dumbass, pick up a book sometime, uh. mm-hmm. you know. So they came back and they're like, "This is a religion. This is a complete one hundred and eighty of of how we operate." So, besides the witchcraft theory, the um, government ruled out. And the Homeland Security came in because they thought because of uh, Richard's job that well, yeah. it, it could be like a spy, terrorist, assassination kind of thing. But I don't think even like this classified stuff wasn't even that mm-hmm. much of, of anything. And so they ruled that out. So we go back to witchcraft. <laughs> so they end up interviewing a guy, their, their closest relative that lives like three miles from them, uh, Donald Hartung. And like I said, he lived just right down the street, and he happened to be a practicing Wicca. Oh, Oh. shit. (laughs) So if you don't know about Wicca, it is a modern, pagan, syncretic religion, meaning that it combines several religions together. Uh, It is also the, um, it's in the occultist stream of Western uh, esotericism which basically means it's it's like the woo-woo stuff. And it's a relatively new religion. It actually started in the nineteen forties by Ooh. some British dude. Huh. So there is no central authority figure. A lot of times they'll have like the goddess and the horned figure, but there's a lot of flavors. Um, just like you yeah, have with Christianity, all the different churches and and stuff, it's it's the same way in the Wicca religion kind of deal. One of the things, the common beliefs of people, and y'all, if, if y'all are Wicca and I'm saying something wrong, I'm sorry. I so apologize. Um, Don't come at me. <laughs> but I do know this. One of the common beliefs, because I thought about this when they were like, you know, it's Wicca, witchcraft, and which I don't think the two, um, they can be interchangeable, but I think still they're kind of separate. Mm. Still, I'm not sure. Anyway, I need to be more fluent in this. But one of their common beliefs is in the law of threefold return, which means that whatever good or bad actions you do will come to back on you threefold. So it's it's the same Eastern idea of karma. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you do good, you're gonna have good come back on you. If you do bad, you're gonna have bad come back on you. So you're not gonna be like doing murdery stuff because murdery stuff is gonna come back on you. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Getting back to Donald, Donald actually happens to be their half-brother. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, oh, their half-brother,
1: their not ha- their cousin. Not their cousin. He's a half-brother. And so they bring Donald in for questioning, and they search his house, and there's video interrogation um, of Donald on YouTube, so you can, like, watch all of this. So it's
2: their dad's son? It's mother's. Their
1: mother? Mm-hmm. The one that was killed? The one that was killed. Oh. Okay. So they bring him in and they basically, he knew that all three, they told him that they were deceased. But in the interview, they're like, well, all three of them were killed. And it's just the weirdest interview. It was He's very just non He's like, killed. Oh, I mean, and that was basically mm-hmm. like his reaction instead of like, well, who did this? How'd they get in? You know, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. The relationship between Donald and three people that were murdered was not like a a really happy, friendly relationship. It was more of like he went there every Tuesday night. He would cook dinner for his mother and his half step, his half brother, his half brother. And. Richard would still be at work, so he would leave a plate in the oven for Richard, and he would be gone by the time Richard um, got back from work on mm-hmm. Tuesday, and Richard's food would be in the oven. So he did this every Tuesday, and from what I read and saw, that's basically the only interaction he had with them. It's like he didn't go over there to chat or to like, you know, do anything else. He just cooked for them every Tuesday night. They searched, you know, they brought Donald in, they searched his house, they found a prayer room and some books about witchcraft, but nothing to tie him to the murder. So Wayne Wright, who was the investigator at the state's attorney's office, seemed a bit more level-headed about all this. And he said, like, just because somebody has an alternative belief doesn't necessarily mean that they're doing anything wrong. So they're talking to Donald and they're talking to his co-workers. He, Donald, happened to be a security guard. And one of his coworkers said that he was all the time bragging about his family's money and that he stood to inherit a fortune. Uh. And then they interviewed some of the other relatives in the Smith family. And they said Donald was not the best of people. He was a bit of a bully. They said he was jealous of Richard and his success there working for Homeland Security. And so to verify Donald's claims about his whereabouts before the discovery of the bodies, investigators questioned all of the Smith neighbors and stuff. And according to Donald, um, he said that he departed from the residence after cooking dinner and putting Richard's food in the oven before sunset. Oh, so he was there the night they died. However, one of the neighbors remembered seeing his vehicle there after that time and noted that he had driven away with his headlights off. That's weird. Right? Also, nosy neighbors. (laughs) Right? I don't know when people come and go in my neighborhood. Do (laughs) y'all know when people come and go in your neighborhood? Oh, hell No. No. They stole shit out of my car while I was in the house. I didn't know they (laughs) were there. (laughs) So while all this is going on, they, you know, they are finding things in the house. They are collecting DNA from the cigarette butts that was found. And it is actually Donald's DNA on Mm -hmm. the cigarette butts that are sitting on top of the bloody rags that were in the hall of trash or whatever that kind of looked like somebody had cleaned up a little bit and Hmm. threw it in the trash. And then his uh, DNA was on the cigarette butts. They also found his DNA on the checkbook of his brother, Richard. Hmm. And they found it on the inside of Richard's belt. Hmm. That's weird. So all of this kind of comes to light. And um, on on October 27th, 2015, he was arrested um, on three counts of first-degree murder. Although everything that they have is pretty circumstantial, yeah. so it's like the the case that they have against him is like ninety-eight percent circumstantial. Yeah, because he's because already he's said he's there. He's related. Been there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and that's basically what he tells them. However, a jailhouse informant comes forward after he's been in jail for a little bit and claimed that Donald told him that he piled blankets and clothes on top of the family to make it harder to determine when they died. He also said that Donald told him that he had tortured his mother to get the combination of the safe in the home and cut her finger off during that torture. And they never found, like, the finger. During the crime scene, like the finger was just gone. Oh, There's, shit. So the motive. But the, the money was in the safe. Yeah. The left, money was in the safe. Why he the money? Well, Donald had been ridden out of his mother's will. Oh. Uh, and believed that he would never get any money. And she had almost a million dollars in her like bank or whatever. And so unless all of the family members died, he would never get any of that money.
0: Oh, my God.
1: On February twenty twenty. And the whole trial, y'all, is online and y'all can watch it. February twenty twenty. That just, long? Just like, yeah. Uh it took him three months to arrest him and then it took him four years to go to trial. Jesus Christ. Uh Donald, who was thirty-six years old at the time, was convicted of first degree murder and received life sentence in prison with no possibility of parole. They the state was actually seeking death penalty on circumstantial. Eesh. evidence like Eesh. they could not necessarily prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that he did kill them uh-huh. so it was all circumstantial when they did the whole hearing or whatever they do for the death penalty or not he he got prison with no possibility of parole and he is currently serving his sentence there in jackson county florida wow so after all this happens the defense it's this shit show down there because like right after that, the crime scene tech, who did all the, you know, whatever they do um, for the crime scene, got into major trouble because she was stealing drugs from evidence. Wow. And she was facing over a hundred years in prison, like a hundred fucking years. How can she face that much prison time for stealing drugs out of evidence? And like we have child murderers, mm-hmm. rapists, all these who just get like seven years, fourteen years, whatever. Um, I mean, it's it's really bad that she stole drugs. I mean, yeah, obviously, but still, like, yeah, that's that's odd. It's, it's really uh, just horrible. Um, the amount of years because she, I forgot there were like sixty felonies. Wow, like, it was crazy. So it was that tampering one, with evidence, though, yeah, isn't yeah. That was a big deal. Yeah, that was the crime scene tech. And then the medical examiner, like, soon after resigned because of misuse of money and stuff. So it was like, everybody's crooked. Like, you know, we've got the witchcraft sheriff. We've got, you know, crime scene techs um, selling drugs, stealing drugs, using drugs from evidence. And then medical examiners. You know, probably embezzling or, or doing something that they shouldn't have. It's just it's just a shit show.
0: Or Donald was in jail. Uh, or
1: put him there. So they didn't that.
0: they didn't put forth
2: the witchcraft angle well, after they found out their prime suspect was a wiccan.
1: No, they decided the prosecution oh. decided to leave all of that out of there because they recognized that that was. Just I think what happened is like some dipshit deputy like said, "Uh, this is witchcraft. Like this is, you know, this is human sacrifice for Satan and stuff like that. And one of the things Donald did practice Wicca and it's his mother was like one of the little old hard line Christians. Mm-hmm. And so they, they said that there was a lot of rift between like. Him practicing Wicca and her believing that he was basically, you know, worshiping Satan kind of deal. So there was a lot of family problems. And even during the trial, there was Donald's son came forth and said that there was a lot of rift between their family and, you know, the brothers and his mom or his grandmother because of, uh, he said that, Robert Smith so, the IT guy. The, no, the other one. John, the Richard John. Smith. John, thank you. God, I can't even fucking remember the names mm. of the people in my own story. John had, like, exposed himself to him when he was mm, younger. Oh, no. And I think, like, Donald confronted his mom. All, so there was, like, there's a lot of family shit going on. And then he got written out of the will. And then he got called Satanist. Devil worshiper. Devil mm-hmm. worshiper and stuff like that. So there's no hardline proof that he murdered them. He has really odd behavior. He's very, like, non—doesn't talk—he didn't talk very much at all. Mm. Didn't have much expression. Um, other people in the Smith family during the trial said that he would turn around and kind of smirk at them. Mm. But who knows? Huh. I don't know. He could have very well have done it. You know, I don't see much opportunity of other people doing it mm. for, because mm. it was not a robbery. So it kind of— I, know. With the I think
2: that he, I think leaving the money there actually might make him look more guilty if he was w- going to inherit right. millions in another way. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, oh.
1: Yeah. And, and then what was, it kind of looks weird because
0: what was people he have robbed for? the money. Yeah, What's the point of even having the combination if you're not going to take what, stuff, was he what else looking? was in there? Maybe yeah. he got
2: an insurance policy yeah, or that's the will or but surely they would have found that, right? Well, right. They didn't found her fi- find her finger no, either.
1: True. Yeah. So there's a lot of like circumstantial evidence and you can fucking get a jail for that, apparently, in this county. Wow. So that is my Blue Moon murders.
0: Holy never shit. Never heard of I've it. Never heard yeah, of it either. And That's recent. so weird.
1: Recent and pretty close. So thank y'all so much for listening. We appreciate you. Thank you. Have a good night. Bye. Bye.